This week's episode of Aussie Tech is brought to you by Start New Company. Register your company immediately today with ASIC. ABN, TFN, GST registration is also available directly from the portal. Also set up your family trust and self-managed superannuation fund and more. All at startnewcompany.com.au. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash startnewco. And keep an eye out for our regular specials. Start your new company now within 10 minutes of lodgement. All legal company documentation provided after registration. Startnewcompany.com.au. Welcome to another episode of Aussie Techheads. How are you all doing? Uh, it's episode 687 and it's recorded on the 30th of July 2020. And you like my intro voice? It's uh, <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that. <laughs> I've got to. I might she's, have to she's fast. Oh, yes, I know. Um, yes, uh, yeah, welcome to another week. How you guys been? Uh, it's. Uh, Oh, I don't know what I don't know. What's the weather been doing? It's getting cooler, you know. Get all that little, get all the small talk out of the way. Uh, yeah, nothing too much happening out here at my end. But look, we'll just uh, bring in Paul. You heard him just before. He's back for another go because he loves it. How you going, Paul? Hey, good, Glenn. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, what's been going on with you? Yeah, well, weather-wise, you mentioned weather there. Uh, we've had some pretty darn cool, cool uh, nights up here, and uh, had a bit of rain, rain of recent too. Yeah, yeah rain right. down there. Uh, yes, last weekend I had a bit of a bit of a long spot. It uh, you know it uh, ruined my golf game. So um, your golf game, okay. Yes. You um you must get a bit nervous when uh, the, it starts to pour down a bit after your last little session back last year. Yes, look, I did had I did sneak down underneath the house to have a bit of a look around. Everything looked all right. There was a couple of trickles, but we put in a uh, like a little gutter thing, so the little trickles would have been uh, scooped up by that gutter. But you know, like I, I looked at it twice, the lake was coming up again, and I just thought I, I just couldn't go back down. I just couldn't look. I thought if it's <laughs> it was going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's really good to see you you're, uh, back up and running, and things are. Things are uh, back to normal to some extent. Yes. Oh, we mind you, coronas, coronavirus has not exactly left things uh, normal, has it? No, not really. But I think, uh, oh, look, who knows? Like it's it's starting to sort of amp up again. But I get the feeling that that thing's amping up again. Yeah, um, you're in the you're pretty close to the diseased area, aren't you? <laughs> What's the diseased area? New South um, Wales? No, no, I think there's some parts in Queensland. Uh, oh, Logan. Gold Coast had a disease. I think Logan, where those two girls came back from Victoria yeah, via yeah. Sydney to Logan, I think, yeah. Is that what it was? No, yeah, whereas in Toowoomba, we're rather pristine. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> of course. Uh, we, it's, too, it's too cold up there. You wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, lo- lovely cold, mate. Yes. Uh, look, yeah, cold's not too bad. Look, you can uh, reach me if you like, if, if you want to, at uh, glenn.ozzytechheads.com.au. And where can people reach you, Paul? 
The best way to find me, Paul, and I'm Paul in Thai Computer Services. We specialise in tech support for individuals, homes, and small business. You just simply have to search for Thai Computer Services on Google, and you will find uh, my Google uh, my business page. It's the easiest one to try and find me, or on Facebook uh, as in Thai Computer Services, or Paul Balti if you're looking for a personal link. Or just throw rocks at the guy on the motorised push bike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Street. <laughs> yeah, that is a rather unique thing, me uh, getting around on that push bike. Yeah, good, good stuff. Now, you can also find us uh, at uh, facebook.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, twitter.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, and youtube.com forward slash Aussie TechEds. And also now at the patreon.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, you can sign up for $4 a month. Uh, and I think it goes up from there the, the the more you you more you donate the more you get so if you sign up for four dollars a month you get a shout out like these people hello to chris david sounds like romper room doesn't it daniel oh, and amanda and who's I behind can, this door yeah and i can see the bouncing yellow skull and <laughs> <laughs> and now our, our new supporter cdn avenue I can't even say it. <laughs> so, CD, you know who you are because it's a really hard name to say. But uh, yeah, thanks uh, so much for your guys' support. It uh, goes towards oh, whatever, whatever hosting and uh, internets and everything like that. So it all, yeah, it all, plenty of expenses out there. It all helps. Uh, look, I, the, because the uh, CD, I'm just going to call you CD Avenue because it's easy. But CD Avenue, he signed up, or they signed up through the week, and they sent us a little message. It's, uh, thanks for the awesome podcast. I listen to you during my weekly run. Well, that's good. At least some of us are fit around here. <laughs> yeah. By, by the way, one episode of your podcast lasts about eight to nine kilometres on average, if we ever want to. What how fast he's running? Yeah, eight I don't nine know. Kilometers. Eight to is, nine. That, is that uh, four or five hours? No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, I guess how long does it take? It takes me. I could probably walk five kilometers in about an forty minutes to an hour. So if I can walk yeah. it, so you'd have I'm, to. I'm, I'm pretty tall, so I, I can walk up to about uh, six, seven, even sometimes if I power walk, I can go up to about eight k's an hour. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty fast. Uh, yeah. So, and also, I just remembered you can, if you want to leave us an audio message, you just go to the aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast webpage and down the bottom and out to the side, uh, there's a button and you can click it and you can just start blurbing and uh, it'll send it to us and we'll, we'll play it on the show if the technology permits. And, yeah, uh, I can attest to that. I've used it before. That was one of my first uh, contacts I had uh, with you through that. Oh, right. Good boy. Nice. <laughs> was yeah. You might, might be the only one that has used it. I think it still works. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it does. But uh, yeah, look, no, Jason will this week. They're off having a bit of a rest and um, they'll be back next time. So uh, yeah, thanks for the, the, doing the shows. Uh, it's, it's yeah, good well, for well the, done, guys. For it's, the uh, you hold the fort. Yeah, that's good that uh, every week it's, it's a hard thing to do. So congratulations and good on you. Uh, all right, so look, that's all the bit of all the housekeeping out of the way. What are, where are we going to go? I might as well start with a story, and we'll see where that takes us. We normally meander around the the world most of the time, you and me. So um, absolutely, yeah, we'll, yeah. Launch into it, mate. We'll see what happens here. Uh, Elon Musk has briefly become the fifth richest person in the world. Briefly, radio, yeah. <laughs> yes, he uh, his net worth reached forty. Oh, no, he's net, a bit of uh, dyslexia. His net worth reached 74 billion US dollars. Can you believe that? His uh, wealth could be further buoyed as he had just gained the option of buying and selling 2.1 billion worth of Tesla shares. So, uh, 
Yeah, look, that's uh, that's a lot of money. I'm just going to see if I can handle it. Was this. only briefly. What caused him not to retain it? Is because he sold. Uh, I, I don't understand those finances all that well. You need uh, need um, uh, what's the accountant guy? Um, who? <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the co-presenters from the past, um, oh, Rene Rifkin. Oh, oh Eric, no, no, Aussie Tech Heads, uh, <laughs> yes, Eric. Co- Eric, Eric, yeah, yes. he he'd know more about that stuff. Yes, yes. Now, look, it was in the article. I didn't actually uh, put that down as a note, but let me let me read it. Is the article here? Look, oh, the technology works. Um, it says here, interrelated. It could be worth in a pay deal. However, the electric cars, he would also have to wait too high. It doesn't say. Anyway, I'll look. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you the rest of the story though. Uh, the price, the, yeah, Tesla's share price had oh, it, because of the share price. Tesla's uh, share price has since fallen slightly, putting him now in eighth place, according to the Forbes World's Billionaire oh, List. What a bugger, eh? To be eighth richest. I know, it'd be no good. In a related development, his wealth could be further buoyed as he just gained the option of buying and selling 2.1 billion worth of shares. I said that in a pay deal approved by shareholders in 2018. Yeah. He was allowed to buy 1.69 million shares. Once Tesla's stock had reached an average market capitalization of 150 billion over six months. Um, he is also have to wait several years before being allowed to sell them. Uh, Tesla's share price has nearly quadrupled since the start of the year from $430 wow. to about $1,550. A share. Well, what was it? It was just because of the share, the share, the um, the market, was it? Well, I don't. Well, yes, from the from the from the share market, what the shares are worth. Yeah, yeah. So he would have because he has. A, I don't think he's had any incredible, other than these uh, tin can, the the car, the um, Ute or whatever it was. He's had nothing special. Oh, he's got those batteries in South Australia. He's all. Well, he's, Australia, Australia's nothing compared to the rest of the world. No, nah, but he's, he, he's he's doing all that sort of stuff. He he's got batteries around around the world yeah. and he's pushing all the he gets a lot of government grants and stuff because it's you know all this new in vogue eco technology stuff so yeah. um yeah so he said that he he said himself that the share prices were too high uh he said tesla's but the company's yet to turn yeah so so the share price tesla share price is nearly quadrupled right from 430 dollars to about 1550 dollars a share yeah. On, on May, May the 1st, he said it was too high. The company has yet to turn a full-year net profit, leading some analysts to argue its stock is currently overvalued. That would be an indicator of that if they're not going to pull a net profit at all. Well, yes, yeah, so they haven't done a net profit, but the stock is worth... Well, it's just because everyone's into that stuff at the moment for whatever yeah, so reason. That, so no one's getting dividends from it. Is that what that means? Well, I'd, no, I'd say that everyone wants the shares. Like, you know, like the shares are pretty much um, demand-driven. So the more yeah. people that want the share, the higher the share price is. And, you know, like coal-fired power stations, they're all closing down left, right and centre. Well, in mm-hmm. Australia anyway, nowhere else. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah and, I, and I guess everyone wants to invest into, you know, electric cars and solar panels mm. and batteries and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, he's not doing too bad, is he? No, he's a smart guy. I got to say, other than when he talks, he's he's a very smart man. Yeah. So does he? Is he actually smart, or is he is his people smart? Like, no, I think he's he's a he's got a pretty. I think he's got a pretty high um, intelligence quotient, and he's got degrees and stuff. And no, right. I, I think I, I would. Uh, from what I understand, I think he borders on genius. Do you reckon, like, that he spent a lot of time at his desk? 
you know, building up to become the fifth or eighth richest person? Or do you think he's, he's you know, long hours burning the midnight oil? Or do you think it's oh, just... I bet you he would have done... Most people are rich because they usually make plenty of sacrifices in life. And I bet you he has. He's only young. I don't know how old he is. He doesn't look... He's in his 30s. Yeah, he's only pretty young, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So, no, I, um, I give the guy credit. He's achieved a lot. Yeah. Oh, look, you can't make a billion dollars just by, uh, you know, sitting in, sitting behind your front door waiting for someone to knock on it. That's for no, sure. No, no. Yeah, so, um, yeah, good, no, good luck to him. Good luck to him. Yep. I wish I was in his, his shoes. Yeah, no. yeah, you'll get, you'll get there. How far have I got to go? Uh, uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> probably 74.999 billion. <laughs> That's how much short I am of him. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's good. Good night to Elon. And what else have we got going? What have, on, what yeah. have you pulled out of the internet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Samsung weighs dropping Bixby as Google dangles new mobile app deal. New mobile, uh, new, new global revenue sharing deal on the table. Uh, Samsung Electronics is considering dropping its Bixby virtual assistant and Galaxy Apps, uh, Galaxy App Store from its mobile devices as part of a new global revenue sharing deal with Google, according to correspondence seen by routers. Did they say routers? I think that one there is routers. Routers, okay. Or Reuters. Reuters. Reuters, I think they... Re- Reuters, yeah, yeah, okay, Reuters. You could probably say. Um, Reuters. That's what, yeah, that's, what happened. that's what happened. That's what happened in is, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> Google has tried to... Uh, has tried for years to get Samsung, the world's leading mobile device uh, maker uh, by units sold, to drop its own services and give uh, greater prominence to Google's search search assistant and Play Store apps, according to a person previously involved in the relationship. The search giant whose Android software powers phones uh, from Samsung and dozens of other companies, some sometimes as an incentive gives manufacturers a portion of ad revenue generated from Google's app feature on their devices. Sorry if it's a longish one. Uh, But Samsung has clung to efforts to promote its own apps from which it can collect all revenue despite uh, years of glitches and tepid user uh, user interests. The Strategy has been challenged in recent months, uh, though, as the novel, novel, novel uh, coronavirus pandemic uh, and a slowdown in phone upgrades has hurt sales and prompted many companies to shutter costly projects and search for new revenue. There's a bit more to go. Exact financial details under negotiation between the companies could not be determined, but Google is dangling more lucrative terms for Samsung than in previous deals if it if it retreats from the app strategy, according to a source familiar with the talks. The companies are aiming to finalise terms by Friday. That's tomorrow, uh, the source added. Google said the statement that it regularly dis, discuss, uh, Google said in a statement that it regularly discusses ways to improve the user experience with partners and that Samsung remains free to create its own app store and digital assistant. 
Samsung said it has no plans to drop either Bixby Galaxy Store's Galaxy Store from its devices, saying both services are important part of the Galaxy ecosystem. We remain committed to our own services and ecosystems, it said in a statement. Bloomberg filed a report on Tuesday that the companies were negotiating new deal. It's funny what money can make them do, isn't it? I bet yes. you there's plenty of dollars wrapped up in that. So are they, are they saying that they're uh, getting doing away with, like, Bixby's going to close, or are they just moving to the Google assistant? The understanding, well, the understanding is, I don't know if you've, have you used Bixby much? I haven't used it at all. I didn't know. Uh, Bixby, I, yeah. with Samsung, see, Samsung has tried to use... Uh, the old, the old uh, Apple's approach, which is a good approach uh, for the company to maintain uh, share, shares and what have you and, and market leadership, they try and customise these phones to a point where as long as you stay with Samsung and a Bixby system, you're in this nice little ecosystem and you're protected. But that's but, the thing, um, what you just said, that's the, that's the rub, little ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. well, Apple has a big ecosystem, and it's a good ecosystem, and it's got uh, it's got plenty of followers out there. Um, but Bixby, uh, Samsung has simply tried to create in 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 the uh, Android space their own special little version. And if if you've uh, anyone's used a Samsung phone, and then they begin to move to a Xiaomi or mm. or something like that, they lose those. Um, uh, special like Bixby includes email the, the the Samsung's email client. It includes probably some sort of chat. I haven't had a Samsung in a long time to have to worry about it. And there's plenty of people out there are uh, just ditching the, uh, the to give flexibility so they can move around manufacturers. Mm. Uh, ditching um, a Bixby and that's yeah. and Google's trying to capitalise on that by saying run with us. That's uh, well, I think, yeah, Google, Google's got the, I think Google's got to be the number one assistant, hasn't it? Like, even over Apple, because, like, I've got Apple phones and mm -hmm. Apple Watch, but I still use Google. Like, not obviously it's, with yeah. the iOS devices, but on devices around the house, like speakers and stuff yep. like that, I'm still using Google because Siri just does not understand properly. And plus, also, I think uh, with Siri is once you you say play something from your phone to the speaker, then if your phone goes out of range or it gets cut off, then that connection is lost. But with yep. the uh, Google, it uh, that connection, the, the device, the speaker actually then connects to the internet itself and then you can go down to Sydney and that speaker will keep going. Mm, okay, yeah, no, I haven't I haven't got a speaker to know about that. But yeah, I would, um, I'd have to say Google's got a pretty good ecosystem. It doesn't cover... Everything the same as Microsoft. They Microsoft would love to do, or in the past would have loved to do what what Google's done to some extent. But they oh, they they're yes, on a different path now. Microsoft. Yeah, look, they I think they what they're Cortana like like what say so you got like Cortana. So every time I don't even talk to my computer anyway. Um, yeah, we, well, the, the voice recognition in Windows is is not a patch on Google's. I tell you. Mm, yeah, yeah. Good. Look, there's good. Uh, by the way Cortana in the latest update twenty. Or the next one, I think there's a um, a, a beta version. What do you call a beta version of um, Windows um, Insider? Mm. I think the, there's Insiders come out, and they're actually completely separating Cortana. Uh, Cortana. You know how Cortana was stuck in the little uh, taskbar and had a little special features. Yeah. They're now just making it into just a plain app and giving more 
more and more control for users as to what apps they want on their machines and I've got a feeling you can easy enough uninstall Cortana these days. Yeah, right. Because I even like even with uh, the Google Assistant, like, look, look. To be honest, I, and look, I can't. Re- I don't really find that helpful. Like they don't understand me half the time. And Google um, Assistant. Yeah, and look, I might not be saying the right words. And look, you might. I might have to like, sit down with a list, you know, and and learn <laughs> the, the 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 phrases I've got to say. Uh, okay, you got. You, it can be. It can take a bit of discipline. I use Google Assist if I want to. If I want to call my local cafe, I don't go to my contacts and search for it. I go, "Hey Google," are you talking about the "Hey Google" and then call and yes. stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I say I, I rarely go searching. I say, "Hey Google, call uh, Coffee Club or call Parkhouse Cafe." That's my favourite podcast. Put a shout out for them, Parkhouse Cafe in Toowoomba. If you come to Toowoomba, she's an awesome uh, cafe. It's independent there. Oh, well, you get free coffees tomorrow. Now, um, <laughs> so, but is that Packers Coffee or whatever it is? Are they, park, park House Coffee. Park cafe. House. Yeah. Is she in your contacts or does it just grab it from the... From the internet. I don't really care. I, it doesn't matter. When it comes to businesses, if I want to find Aussie Tech Heads, I can just go, hey, Google, call Aussie Tech Heads, and it'll find the first number. If that, in particular, it links, it links in well with... Um, that's the wife there. <laughs> um, it it uh, links in well with uh, Google My Business. That's right. why when you search for me online, you search for entire computer services, you get my, my – I don't actually have a website, but I make the most of my Google Google My Business. So I was only looking at Google My Business today and thinking, like, if you're in – like because I do a little bit of SEO here and there – uh, you do plenty of SEO. Yeah, here and there. And I'm just thinking, like, I was thinking, um, so Google My Business is for local, right? No, so, no, it's if you're in Sydney and you search for entire computer services, you'll find the same thing as you would if you're in Toowoomba. Or is that is that what you're getting at? Yeah, so, y- yeah, sort of. It's a, um, but apparently they put, so if you're, if you're a national organisation, say like the National yeah, Bank. Like uh, Pack and Send. Yeah, you, but you're probably more uh, localized because you've got the different, you know, locations. But I'm, but say, but, but say I know, like, say for the national bank, they're not, they don't have a Google My Business because it's mainly for small businesses and stuff like that. Yeah, and they've got a very powerful web, web hosted system. Yeah, so I'll come. Large, like, large organizations, depending on if they're if they're sharp, I bet you if you did. NAB, search for NAB, you'll, no, you'll probably get a Google, we'll try it. All right, hang on. Um, search, search for NAB, unless you see what, what I, bet, I bet you I'm watching there. See, so you get this thing over here, which is like the organisation. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's not Google My Business there, I don't think. No, but it is a Google something profile, like yeah, a Google organisational profile. See there, uh, no, that, see... They've got a very strong web presence, and they can. Um, hmm. So, because then they got the branch. Well, see here, this might be the Google My Business, the little branches, maybe part part of it. Yeah, because yeah, Google have a level of control. They're much bigger than AB. So, um, hmm. scroll down further, a um, bit, bit, bit further. Let's stop. Don't get too far. Um, see, NAB Twitter really? is that the first result? Oh no, NAB does come up. The the second yeah, result. Yeah, because it's advertised. Yeah. Then play, then the Google, then the Herald. All right, do a search. Compare that to what I've got. Do search for entire computer services. Make sure you spell it right. It's plural services. 
Oh, there is, yep. Now, yeah. that's on the right there. That's the um, my, that's a Google My, my, my business. business. That's right, yes. So um, I'm a bit out of my league here, but I can see how mine appears anyway. Yes. So so let me have a look here. Three reviews. You need to get your reviews up. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to ask my clients for reviews. I'm really bad on that. Yeah, I sort that, of chase my tail at times and forget to go. Oh, by the way, could you send me a review? But what you got to do is maybe even you got to get to the stage where you can type in "computer repairs Toowoomba." Oh, there's plenty of others will come up before me. I'll go way down the list. But why? This is why you've got to. Because um... I'm not paying for it. These guys pay for this stuff. No, this is all, this is all uh, generic. All yeah, well, they ones. also do their SEO properly too. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, but you had, you don't have a website anyway. No, well, no, much why, of your discuss. You're not so. in the list. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be much of your discuss, wouldn't it? That's why you're not in the Google index. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that's right. It's yeah. uh, uh, if you got a website, you might actually appear in the index. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll I'll leverage my freebie stuff first. So, had, did you pimp out your Google My Business website? As best I can. It's, it does it's have some pretty good. serious boundaries to it. Yes. Um, like you can see, it's a bit bit weak. Yes. But, uh, but as long as I've, it I've, I've got so much time. If I don't want to promote too much. Um, it looks good, though. It looks pretty good. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I'll, I'll probably thank my thanks to my daughter. She's helped out a little bit with a couple of bits and pieces there and given me a review. Yeah. yeah. No, that, my, son, my son gave me one review and my daughter gave me the other. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you've only got three. Was yeah, three it, until then on my kids. Was it me that give you the third? <laughs> <laughs> no, Go you, for it. You know, you've got to get those things going. But um, yeah. look, no, I've got, I got, got to make a point of saying to my clients, can you review me here? I'll send you a link so you can press on this. In fact, I should just offer to do the review for them. And Yeah, yeah that that sometimes work. that's what – but you can send them a link. Like yeah, to, yeah, and just say, "Oh, would you mind if you if you're happy with what I did, and stand over them while they're doing it?" <laughs> yeah, in fact, why don't I just, let me sit in your chair and I'll type it for you? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just as long as they they do it, or send them a link, and uh, so that and so when you they click on the link, it takes them straight to a box, like nothing else, a box with type your review, and then yeah. that's what they do. And, and Google, as long as they have, I think they have, to have a Google account to be able to leave a Google review. Ah uh, yes, I think you, that's probably right. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. If, I've I've got enough work mm. at the moment. I, if I promote too much, I'll get too much work. Oh no! <laughs> now, <laughs> now look. Just to finish up on old Bixby. Is, oh uh, yeah, we got a bit, got off track there, didn't we? Yeah. Now, so yeah, so they're um. They're, they're looking. So they're in negotiations with Google. In which case, it looks like um. I, like sure, Samsung said we're not we're in, we remain committed to our own uh, service ecosystem. We'll see if money can change that. Yeah, look, I think look, that, that's going to die. Bixby will die. I haven't even heard of it. And uh, Cortana, that's dead in the water already. And um, so the the main players are probably the Siri and the Google Assistant, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. But, I'd have to say I think Google's Google's the streets ahead when it comes to voice rec. Yeah, recognition. Yeah, not just that. I think it's just streets ahead because everyone is you. Every device uses it, you know, except Apple devices. Yeah. Uh, but look, just look, while you were talking about Bixby, I, I did have a little chat with the Samsung site. Told them that oh, they yeah. were, told them they were on Aussie Tech Heads, and they yep. didn't. They said nothing. <laughs> so hello. I bet to, a ro- you're probably talking to a robot there. No, I was talking to Jay Jay Deep. So hello, Jay Deep. 
He'll probably okay, cut, well, he'll sorry, source no us offense, out now. Uh, Jay Redeep. He'll source us out now and listen to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he went on and on and just gave me a couple of links and potted on. And um, oh, okay. I'll, I'll give him a smiley face. I was satisfied with his chat, even though there's oh, no interaction. Sure. Give him an eight because he didn't like Bixby. And uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't use Bixby. <laughs> Did you even tell him you're an iOS user? Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's start. Let's look. There wasn't too much uh, tech news around this week. I think it. Look, even I remember me saying this last time I was on the show as well because I think it must be just the corona. There's nothing's going on. No one's allowed to get close to anyone to make stuff. Um, but look, okay. I think we're all, we're all going well, over in England. They're all going back to the the eighties for sure. UK music fans snap up sixty five thousand cassettes in twenty twenty. Have you ever heard of such a thing? So well, no, that, that 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 exceeds my uh, one. No, I think I threw out that cassette. My one collection. Now I've still got cassettes. Uh, struggling for a cassette player but the cassettes i've got are the the blank ones that i recorded on when i was five so if i can find a cassette player i might be able to hear what i when you're five so hang on how old are we talking you're now 20 how old are you yeah 21 yeah. that's <laughs> so 45 you know that's that for that's um that stuff will just deteriorate within a few years it's probably they're probably stuffed well i did play one and they don't yeah. look like keep them in, in condition, you know, in air-sealed, vacuumed containers. And like, you sure? <laughs> I went to Audi. That's called a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. I went to Audi and I bought one of those cassette-to-USB fang-dangled little things. And oh, yeah. I played one of them. And, well, yeah, it came out and I could hear, you know, whatever I was talking about, I can't remember now. But, yeah, when it's pretty interesting to go back to, like, when you were five and listen to what you were talking about. I had a lot of uh, taped audio Doctor Who that I <laughs> that I had yeah. there. And I'm, hey, yeah. yeah, but you get back to your article too. You started reading it and you stopped because <laughs> I interrupted. <laughs> yeah, but I just just reliving the, the cassettes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh yeah, so nearly 65,000 music cassettes were sold in the UK in the first six months of 2020. Uh, the, this firm <clears throat> says, must be this official charts company, says this is double the cassette sales figures recorded during the same period in 2019 and more than the entire year sales in 2018. Sure. Yeah, so Lady Gaga has sold 12,000 cassettes of her latest album, uh, Chromatica. Since its release in May 20, the average cassette retails for around 13 US dollars, so that might be about $20, uh, compared yeah. with vinyl, which is 15 pounds. Oh, geez, that might be about $25. Uh, mm. A triple cassette edition of Chrome, a triple cassette edition, can you believe it? A triple wow. cassette edition. Is, it's only an hour per cassette at best. Yeah, uh, you can get 90 minute cassettes. Is that an hour and a half? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, there they, are, there they are. So a triple cassette edition of Chromatica is currently on sale for $30 online. Uh, that'd be $37. Is Chromatica an a, a, um, artist, is it? That's Lady Gaga's latest album. <laughs> okay, shows what I know. <laughs> but each set of the three counts as three sales in the chart. Oh, that's a bit of a rip. Oh, so, that's, that's yeah. manipulating, yeah. So really, she's only sold 4,000. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Australian band Five Seconds of Summer. Sold 12,000. Well, that beats Gaga. And that's a, not a triple. Yeah, how I keep reading. Is it yeah. a triple pack or a quadruple pack? 
It's a, a sextuplet pack. Um, <laughs> it's an Australian band, Five Seconds of Summer, sold 12,000 cassette versions of his latest album, Calm, within the first week of its release. It, it offers five different variations of the product. There's also a wide range of tape plays available, including personal stereos, but the format is likely more likely to be sold as merchandise than to play. Uh, the sales figures will pale into comparison with the biggest stream hit of 2019, Lewis Capaldi. Never heard of him. Someone you loved and <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it uh, was streamed 228 million I know, times. I've heard that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in the charts. Probably. Someone, someone yeah. to love. You'll know. If you heard the tune, you'd know it. Yeah, I, I, the one that comes to mind is um, somebody, doo, that's Queen. Does he do a Queen cover? <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, I think, I think. For, so what's your analysis of this? I reckon, uh, look, people want something tangible. They want music to be tangible, so they put it on the shelf. If they're just buying as merchandise, they just want stuff stuck on the shelf to say, "Oh, look, I own that." And how look does that? How good does that look? And I can touch and feel it and lick it. And when say merchandise, you mean people at home or um, in, in shops? Ah, uh, people at home. Put it on your shelf. Yeah, that's because it's a classic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you generally you generally need to be uh, forty or older to appreciate cassettes, I reckon. Yeah, look, I, I can understand the, the resurgence in vinyl. I'm struggling with cassettes, though. Well, um, this, the, the vinyl was a lot better quality than... Mm. Um, well, it the, was better quality. You could get better sound out of vinyl than you could out of cassettes. When you see, unless you got those metal-taped cassettes. Now, that was... Even, the, no, but even so, yeah. Yeah, no, you, you had that hiss, didn't you? There's always the hiss. Yeah. And, uh, and when, when, you, when you did your conversion thing, that reminded you how awful tapes were. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, but even look. And yeah, on, on on the day, in, in the day, we thought it was fantastic. That was the best sales out. That's all you could do. That's right. Yeah. And look, I remember doing my first uh, um, taped to tape sync, you know, or pirate. <laughs> for another word. So one of my mates had they bought one of these, you know, the double tape deck, and you yeah. get a high speed dub. Oh, oh high speed dub. Yeah, well, the high speed reduced the quality though. Ah, oh, look! I was playing it in a in a high quality car hi fi audio system, so I, I didn't hear the uh, loss in quality at all. And plus, yeah. plus for, for free, <laughs> didn't worry me. When I was younger, I uh, I just had an AM radio in my first car. I couldn't afford a car stereo, mm. and but I had a really crash hot um, portable. Uh, we we called them gecko blasters in those days. Oh, yeah. Get a ghetto blaster. That's a yeah, ghetto blaster. Yeah, and gecko blast all the geckos. <laughs> but mine had a uh, record, a portable record player built in. Right, right. And um, you sort of press this little button and it slides out of the bottom. It was a, it was a big box. Mm. This thing, but it was a, it was it ran on batteries and everything. You put in like thirteen or fourteen D cells for about sixty five dollars, which right. would last one record. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in the car, I couldn't afford to buy fancy stereo, so I took my portable stereo, put it in the back seat, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't play records in the car. They just wouldn't they'd just jump the needle, or jump around over bumps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be uh, uh, predictable. <laughs> Did you try? The the more worrying thing was that you tried to play it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I scratched a few records trying to do it. And I thought I'd give up. Yeah, like, but um, the problem is, was in the back seat, and when you drive, you have to face forwards. Yeah, helps. And in today's day and age, they, they, they tend to look dimly upon people who don't look at the road. 
Yes. So yes. I got rid of that after I had some near misses. Yes. Yeah. You, you got to try and look at the road these days. Um, <laughs> <Yes. it's, laughs> apparently, it lets you live longer. So, <laughs> so anyway. How we got on that? Let's get back to what we're talking about tapes. Yeah. It, yeah. it had a tape deck in it as well, a twin tape deck. Right. I remember. Yeah, I had a few tape decks, you know, growing up. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what happens. You'd, you'd get one in your car. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have an. Oh, look, when I first got my first car, I think it was a stock standard AM radio, but then I quickly, you know, uh, put an FM one in because. Uh, yeah, you have I, it just one speaker? Ah. Uh, in the centre of the dash? Yeah, centre of the dash, that's right, yep. <laughs> but, but when I bought my the new one to go in, it had I had to put the two speakers in the side. And yeah. Oh, well, I don't, yeah, no, because I had a ute, so I didn't have these, you know, the big subwoofers in the back and in the boot and, and whatever. But I remember the old man had a, a, a CD stacker in the boot of his car. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like, geez, it was, all, it was all going on back then. You know, Roy, yep. five, five Roy Orbison CDs at once. <laughs> <laughs> away, you, away you go uh, playing mate, simultaneously oh you know uh, Roy Orbison's greatest stack hit yeah <laughs> or a couple of Mario everything Lenses. you want I've got it <laughs> that's right that's um, my impersonation there <laughs> is that what it was <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> All right. Um, right. Okay, let's move on to what's your yeah. next story, please? Hey, well, a, a bit of a segue. Uh, talking about, um, you talked about converting cassettes to USB. Yes. Here is one of my fancy uh, new, here we go. I'll, oh, upside down. That's my latest purchase. Uh, not sure if that's impressive for people, but for you'll a USB to, drive. You'll have to tell them what it is because not everyone's on video. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm holding up a, a USB drive, 256 gigabyte SanDisk Extreme Pro USB 3.1. Wow. Now, I've used plenty of big USB drives, but 256 gigs, pretty big. Um, I use that for drive images and all that, and it's just convenience because I'm portable or mobile. I need something small and handy, and that's great for it. Is that but a portable one... hard drive in your pocket? What? <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a portable hard drive. Uh, some people would prefer to use uh, SSD, portable hard drive, stuff like this. But this, you see, it's not very big. And when you mm. when, when you have someone that needs portability, this is handy. Um, but one of the reasons I got this one over buying, well, to tell you the truth, I did buy a one terabyte um, USB drive that would have been about a quarter the size of this. It was a wow. tiny little thing. And I got it for $5 off eBay. <laughs> Right. And uh, would you believe it didn't work? And actually, they made oh, a mistake, and it was actually one or two megabytes, oh. not uh, terabytes. <laughs> oh no, the scoundrels! Did you <laughs> did you get your money? Did you get your money back? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, I said to uh, eBay, "Hey, it looks like they made a mistake here. Cover a refund." I said, "Yeah, sure. Here's your money back." Hmm. I've, added, but, uh, I've asked for a couple of refunds from eBay, and uh, they. The seller must be able to pre-do whatever they do. And because I said, oh, look, I forget what it was now. Maybe something didn't come and it wasn't the right lead. They sent the wrong thing or something. I said, oh, look, I want a refund. And that just goes, bang, no worries. You, you put in dispute, just goes, bang, all done. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, yeah. Very... They don't like, people on eBay, they don't want bad marks. No. Chinese really don't want bad marks in their name. And often they can't, they don't handle English very well and, you're fine with it when you communicate on eBay with people. They'll say, "You are my best friend and very good, well, uh, very good, loyal customer. You, you, 
I will send you another three to replace your one broken one. Hmm. And they really bend over backwards to... Did you get nine meg out of them? <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll get another three. You get nine, nine megabytes. <laughs> oh, happy days. Yeah. It was a funny... It was a, it was a really cool-looking USB drive, and I thought... What have I got to lose on eBay if it doesn't work? You get a refund anyway. I thought, hey. I'll give it a shot. One terabyte. That was pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought a little SD card. I think it was supposed to be 32 gig. And yeah, for, I don't know, 10 bucks. And surprise, surprise, it would only format to about two or something. So, yeah. yeah was... they, they, they modify the, the an allocation table. So it looks initially like it's that big. But when you reformat it or whatever, mm. but no, behold, it's only one tenth the size <laughs> it's only 640k it'd work in anyway. HD. yeah well um oh, oh so i got the i got this it was just on ebay for like 150 bucks i think it was yeah but uh that, that's been the latest toy i've bought of recent um because yeah, I, I don't know what it is about those things but i don't particularly like the usb keys um yeah, what's your problem there mate yeah <laughs> i think i've i've had a few fail and i've seen them fail you know, uh, especially I've been talking, uh, you know, when I was doing the computers and you go around to someone's house yeah. and they go, oh, my USB stick died. I said, what do you do with it? What did you do to it? And they say, oh, I stuck it in the TV. And that was a, like a real common theme. Like as soon as you stuck it into the TV or something, then mm. the USB stick would die. Maybe the TV what, tried to format it or... Yeah, know... yeah, it does. I can tell you now, yeah. TVs, I've had a bit of experience with uh, TVs. You put a USB drive, especially, maybe now it's a bit different, but you put a USB drive in TVs from more than four or five years old mm. and they will format either in a proprietary format or they will um, for, format in like with, with you know, uh, FAT, right. FAT. Yeah. Like you have FAT, FAT 16, FAT 32 and NTFS and XFAT. Now, FAT is really old, mm. but that is the benefit of that. It's backwards compatibility. And when it comes to hardware, like TVs, they like to give that backwards compatibility. So they go, well, we can, if we go FAT to FAT, that'll work on every device. Mm. But the problem with that, TV shows, to record a TV show, you have a maximum size limit with, with FAT. And therefore, they get all sorts of do funny sorts of things to the file structure yeah. to a point where if you unplug it from TV, plug it in the computer, it can't be read because it, mm. it stuffs it up. And look, that's probably where my distaste for the USB keys come from. And I sort of, you know, didn't like them. Just because they're put in TVs, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so <laughs> if I was going to buy a 256 uh, external storage, I'd probably just buy like a little, you know, external hard drive, USB external hard drive or something. SSD, of course. Oh, of course, but, you know the dangers. For you people out there, don't know the dangers of uh, hard drive versus an SSD um, hard drive. Try putting all your valuable storage on that hard drive, holding it mm, 20 centimetres above the bench while it's operating and drop it and see how much data is left. Mm. Only 20 centimetre drop will can kill the whole damn lot. Yeah, well, sure, but... you can get forensic recovery done and recover some of it, but as opposed to SSD, when SSD dies, you often absolutely lose everything, but they don't die much. No, well, see, I reckon mine's on the way out now. I've had it in my PC here for quite some time, and uh, I'm starting to get like, oh, for some reason, some weird like high CPU usage, high RAM usage, uh, and until I reboot. And then so I've had a couple of freezes as well. So I'm sort of thinking, do you think it's the, the SSD drive? Because it is old. I'm thinking, oh. Unlike, unlikely. Uh, I've been using SSDs for, I've had one machine, a, a, a servers that's running on an SSD for 
six or seven years now, 24 hours a day, um, and I haven't had it. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Uh, mind you, I rebuild the OS every every few years, though. So. Right. Well, I don't haven't done that because I just can't be bothered. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Well, that's I, I do that regularly um, in in the name to try and maximise my the the benefit of my hardware. But like these days, like I don't know about you, but I don't know. Even five years ago, you know, when you fought when I last did this one, when you format your hard drive and start again, then like, it used to take me a good. Probably a good day to get all the software back on. Well, stuff. it depends how much junk you put on there, I suppose. Yeah, but I was just looking. I was just thinking and just looking at, say, what what would I have to put back on today? And then it's not that much these days because it's no, all... No, because so much is cloud-based. Yeah, that's right. It's just all on the internet. Um, I think I've got Office and, say, Skype, just all the, you know, the... the yeah, cloud, it's usual. all cloud, but it can be cloud or app. But if you, mm. want, if you wanted to go cloud, like you look at... Yeah, your, your system probably got Skype can run in cloud, Office runs in cloud. It's not the actual Office is not real good in cloud, but it can. Mm. You've got your Gmail. You've got um, uh, there's oh, so Amazon, much stuff is yeah. cloud based Just, now. Yeah, everything. That's right. So your Zoom, you, you know, and um, whatever else that you might your QuickBooks or your you know your accounting. Zero, zero. Yeah, I run, I run zero, which is solely a hundred percent cloud based. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so I don't know if so it, re, re, rebuilds. Like, to answer your question, rebuilds aren't as big an issue as they have been in the past. Mm. If you don't know what you're doing, you do a rebuild. You can, you can make a machine worse than it was in the first place. Do people still overclock out there? Is that still a thing that goes on? A clock overclock. Oh no, overclocking. Unless you're a gamer, uh, overclocking. From my experience of overclocking, you waste more time. Uh, with you, with every overclock you do, you usually reduce your uh, reliability. I'm yeah. sure people dispute that. And probably open a can of worms there, but the older you get, the less you want to muck around with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Look, because I, I know when I bought my CPU, I bought the overclocked overclockable version. And, yeah. But then once you start getting it in, it's in a production machine. You just go, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I don't want nothing to stuff yeah. up. So you just run it as a. As we well, see. So that there's a key to the, the word you use is production. In other words, it's an operating in a business. Mm. You can't afford or for time to muck around with it down for the sake of gaining four per four to. Fifteen percent more power. Yeah, um, whereas when right. you're a gamer, you, you, you're you're pushing the boundaries, and you're willing to take those risks. Mm. Yes. Uh, all right. We better move on to your next story then. Yeah, we're certainly filling this out, aren't we? <laughs> well, it's okay. Been good. I haven't seen you for, for five weeks. Yeah, true. Qualcomm Quick Quick Charge Five will charge your phone fully in just fifteen minutes. Ooh. Details. Now, I'm not going to read this full article. It's a big one, but I'm just going to get a taste of what they're saying here because it does sound interesting. Apart, thank you, apart from super quick charging efficiency, the technology has also been claimed to be 10% cooler and 70% more efficient in comparison to its previous version. Big picture of Qualcomm there on screen. Um, Qualcomm has launched Quick Charge 5 as its ultra-fast charging technology, claiming it can charge a drained smartphone battery up to 50% within five minutes' time. Wow. So That's, got, that's yeah. some energy, isn't it? Yes. So is that, so when these charges, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but when these charges charge your phone, is it the does the battery have to be able to handle the fast charge? Or is it the phone that sort of... 
what dictates yeah, the no, speed? Yeah, no, both. There's more in this article. Let me read more because I think it does change. I talk about batteries and you need a battery to handle it. Right. So, no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. Um, the launch of the Quick Charge 5 comes after the company launch of, launches previous Quick Charge 4 in June 17. So that's um, two years ago. Apart from super quick charge efficiency, the technology has also been claimed to be 10%. Oh, did I read that? No, yeah, 10% cooler. Yeah, that was, that was in the heading as well. Yeah, jollies, okay. Enabling support. Here we go. This is what I'm trying to say. Enabling uh, and enabled to support S2 battery packs. The technology could be utilised for both USB power delivery, which is a special sort of, um, it usually runs over USB-C, uh, technology power delivery. Uh, the new technology, Quick Charge 5, is expected to hit the market in the third quarter of the year. Um, so that's a few months away. Uh, no, it's not only a couple of months away. Um, and is currently being tested by the company. Um, I'm going to read one more paragraph here. Sorry if I'm going on a bit. Among other specifications which make the ultra superior technology, uh, make it an ultra superior technology to its predecessor is the capability to support more than 100 watts charging uh, capabilities, which is limited to 45 watts in case quick in the case of quick charge four. So we're comparing 100 watts for this compared to 45 quick quick charge four. That's a massive mm. jump. Mm. In comparison uh, to both quick charge four and its advanced version quick charge four plus, the a new launch will provide a 10 degrees Celsius cooler experience uh, on a 400 milliamp hour battery. Uh, while the first half of the drained battery has been claimed to get to get charge in initial five minutes, the other 50% of the battery will take a little longer, still awesome, <laughs> uh, and get charge in 10 minutes. Wow. So we're talking full charge from zero to yeah. 100%, if that's what I understand, in 10, 10 minutes. minutes. Zero uh, to 100 in 10 minutes. No, no, here we go. Yeah, cumulative, cumulatively, the technology will charge a battery from zero to 100% within, so 15 minutes. Yeah. That is still incredible technology. And that's actually, in my opinion, when you put that sort of energy through in such a short period, that's, masses of, that's massive storage of energy and you you have actually seen lithium-ion batteries explode or catch on fire but <laughs> they can release so much energy in a fast period of time and that, that the danger level rises with them i'm assuming and the heat's the heat and I wonder they say the heat is less yes yeah well the heat and everything and i would wonder if the the faster it charges the, the more wear and tear it put on the battery you think possibly it... but you see they talk about these 2s battery packs i don't know what a 2s battery pack is but i bet you that can handle uh it somehow mm. reduces temperatures, Has might even have cooling systems in it. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, look, look, yeah, look, my phone, I just charged it overnight. I guess if you if, it, if it's flat through the day and you might be at the airport, one of these quick charging stations and compatible phone would be really handy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, 10 minutes. So, you know, even when you go to the, like the, the theme parks and that, you know, they've got charging stations that, well, yeah. they do. Overseas, but the, be the best but, they've yeah. got is, uh, um, about USB. three and a half watts, I think, which is um, all night. <laughs> which is no, no. But, but what I'm trying to say is that's that's um, three and a half amps. I mean, three and a half amps uh, is we're looking at three fives. 
um, like 25 watts is the best you're going to get out of it when this thing's pushing 100 watts. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That's that, that's going to make um, charging phones faster and possibly more dangerous. Who knows? But it's only on a particular uh, – in the article it goes on to say it's only for this particular Android uh, uh, chipsets. It's, chances are Apple Apple won't be left behind. They will um, catch up with this in time too. But they're they're efficient to start with. Where some of the uh, Android phones are not efficient on battery power. Yeah, right, right. Like a, a, for an Apple phone to have a forty five hundred milliamp hour battery, um, when you exclude the XL versions, I think they would last last a lot longer than Android because mm. they're efficient. Mm. But talk. So that that was that was impressive. Yes, but talking of zero to a hundred in. 15 minutes, the old Ford Falcon XAGT, someone's had it hidden in a barn, surrounded with chicken wire (laughs) (laughs) for for who knows how many years, and it sells for an insane amount of money. Now, look, I'll show you a picture of this little car, if I can get rid of all these pop-ups that are carrying on. Sorry for those people that... uh... Uh, you can only hear this. Yeah, love them. Yeah, they're awesome. Two door. Yeah, so it's a X. It's a Falcon XA GT. So it's a hard top, and yep. it's uh, it's looking like a real lean machine. It's a 1973, and it's sold at auction for three hundred nine hundred three hundred thousand nine hundred and nine dollars, more than three times original estimates. Now, Whoa. yeah, it's uh, it's a long way it, away. It looks pretty, looks pretty genuine. Like even the wheels might be uh, original. Look, it, it would, it, yes, I think it, it would be because look, there's more to this story that comes. Just makes you think, why is this car still here? So, <laughs> it's uh, original purchase price was seven thousand uh, dollars. The car, <laughs> the car is known in the enthusiast circles as the chicken coop. Because as I said, its owner parked it in a barn, surrounded it with chicken wire, uh, <laughs> because he couldn't afford to insure it. So I don't know what the chicken wire was supposed to do for it. Um, the, Kick the chickens out. Well, <laughs> I guess so. Look, he's he's a better picture of the little beast. There you go. Uh, it's still got dust all over. You think that sort of wipe a bit off, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh no, because you scratch it. It has to be washed meticulously, washed with um, <laughs> okay. with uh, you know. Uh, look, it's got a bit of rust in that front fender there, though. Spending it down in there, look. Oh, behind them, behind the behind wheel. The front yeah, wheel okay. there. yeah, that's nasty in the channel there. Uh, what, the many, ca- what are many Ks on the clock? The, I don't think it said, no. The car was in a sorry state when it was discovered, covered in dust, scattered with rat poo, and, <laughs> and, and, with, and scattered with rust. There's some rat poo in the back seat. What, that big pile? Yeah, all that crap down Oh, jeez. That's monster poo. <laughs> and it looks like the, over there looks like all urine stained. The white, the white upholstery is all urine stained. Check out the colour colour design here. Like, it's so 70s style, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, 1973. Retro. Geez, that, this car was out when I was three. I should have bought one. Yeah, I was three too, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's no guarantee that it's going to start. <laughs> <laughs> you probably blow it up if it won't start. Yeah, the the vendor says saying that the engine probably hasn't been started since 1998. <laughs> yeah, there he is, another picture. Uh, it says that wasn't the, that wasn't the one. You remember Mad Max, uh, the Interceptor in Mad Max? Yeah, is that what one of those? Oh. That yellow thing is that one of those? Don't know. No, show no. me a picture. Can you do a search for Interceptor Mad Max? It'll bring it Hang up. Hang on, I'll, I'll finish this and we'll go off. Yeah, sorry, carry um, on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the engine. Uh, hasn't been started apparently since 1988 and it's estimated that another $100,000 would be required to restore it 
back to its uh, former glory. Oh, boy. Yeah, now Ford only built 120 XAGT hardtops. Yeah, Ford Racing for Bathurst, I bet you. It's one of only two painted in McPherson's old gold paint. McPherson is the Australian chocolate company known for making Freddo frogs and cherry ripes. So, <laughs> what if it looks like orange to me? Yeah, but it's a uh, McPherson old gold. Well, is that right? Yeah, it's old gold. It's like yeah, old- I, I would I would call that uh, orange. Yeah, it looks a bit orange. Maybe it was the 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 rat and chicken poo that's put it <laughs> slightly <laughs> off. But uh, it's Maybe got it was a, a gold color once. Yeah, it's got a nice ding in the door. Tires are up. So, yeah, it's yeah. Not- oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah I know they um, would have perished. Now, no, those tyres would not have lasted. No, they're probably new ones, just to push it out into the yeah. into the lot. Uh, the Grey's Classic Car Specialist says the car is as Australian as it gets. So I would believe that. Now, yeah, you, I'd say so, because that would have raced against Hol- Holden in its day. Yeah, what and, do you want and, me to... Um, and probably Valiant, like Chargers. Yeah. Uh, what do you want me to look up? Um, now, look up Mad Max, Mad Max Interceptor. I just want to know if that's the same thing. It could be a different model. Let's have a look. Did you, did you ever see the movie Mad Max? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. Probably Let's won't. see. Hopefully it's not one of the new ones in the new movies. Well, no, that's, that's like not it. it. No, that's, that's the, oh, that's the uh, new movie. Midnight. That's oh, Midnight it. something. Keep, keep going. There'll be a yellow one. It's a Falcon. That looks like an old Falcon at the back. Yeah, that, I, uh, no, it might be a Kingston. It could be. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, different it's, front. No, it's different. Yes, it's not it. Oh, let me go. So, what do you reckon? Go yellow. Go, go to images. Actually, images. Now it'll be yellow. I'll tell you when you see it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. That that's, yellow thing. That's yeah, a click on that. Ford oh, click, on, click on that as well. Actually, that's oh, that, that could be the same model, you know. Oh, that is awesome, isn't it? <laughs> that was back in the day. See how the back end is lifted on that? In back in those days, tough cars had lifted back ends and dropped front ends. Yeah, yeah. I did that to my car. I took the uh, – I wanted to lower the front down a bit. so I had What, to... your, your Nissan Cube? No. Well, <laughs> I had an XW Falcon Ute. Oh, okay, and, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to lower it a bit. And so uh, I, I went to the dump. It was a, v, it was a six-cylinder, a yeah. V6. And so I went to the dump and I got – I found some V8 springs. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so, you put them in the back. No, no. So I, I came home with the V8 springs. We had to get the V8 springs out of the car at the dump. We, we un- unbolted everything. We are chucking bricks at it now <laughs> until they just popped out. Because they're dangerous when you take springs out, aren't they? Well, they'll, they'll spring out like that. So then we yeah. got it home and then we cut the spring in half. And then oh, we you chopped it. Oh, yuck. <laughs> then we put it into the car and then it didn't really work. And it was all, set on the rubbers, did it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but Jesus was a beast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say what it is. It does. Yeah, we'll go back to oh, your previous window in, in Wiki. You go where? In, in Wikipedia. I can't see what you're looking at. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, in there, it should say what it is. It doesn't. It's just a picture. No, go. Go back one. No, this, I came straight from images. Why oh, did you? Oh, okay. See related images. Yeah, what browser? Oh, are you that's using? not it here. The Ford Falcon Coupe Interceptor. Coupe, yeah, okay. This it could be the same car. It's got round lights. Yeah, it's got it's got a bit of body modification. But whenever you say, um, 
Yeah, who knows? Let's compare it. Have a look at the uh, one you're looking at. Have you lost it, have you? Hang on, I'll get it back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it is a little bit different. Yeah, maybe. But you're, you're pretty similar. You. Hmm. Yeah, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's oh, a bit to... different. Where yeah, it'll it? be different, yeah. yeah so the back there's... end might be the same. Compare the back end, if, oh, we, if we can. So where's the back end on here? Oh, um, no, end. let's see. Yeah, the other picture, the other tab. Back end. Oh, a oh, little bit different. Yeah, it is a bit. No, it's not the same car. But it's, no, but it's it's nearly there though. You're pretty. They're close. both tough anyway. And that, that mm. black thing, I don't even think I don't even think it's a Falcon. It could be a Kingswood, maybe. Mm. It's heavily modified that black thing. Yeah, it was called the oh, Midnight Rider. Or I bet you people will give us feedback. I think in Mad Max, so the original movie, the guy say he, before he freaked out and had a crash, or whatever. He, he was a Midnight Rider or Midnight <laughs> something. <laughs> But that's that that's a tra- actually that's a Trans Am symbol. No, that that's looks... the new version of it oh, in right. uh, in oh. Road of Fury. Yeah, it's okay. different to the one that was in the original. Right, right. Look at that. Yeah, awesome. Oh, there's a GT. Yeah, hello. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think uh, that's enough of what Glenn and Paul likes for this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's Aussie car heads this week. Uh, yes. Car heads. <laughs> car heads. Yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, well, that might just finish us off anyway. Unless yeah. you've got something else to. You need to get out and about. No, no, you know, I've, I've done all my bits. Yeah, Thank good you. stuff. Good. Uh, all right. Well, don't forget you can get us on the Aussie Tech Radio as well, aussietechradio.com. It's uh, back-to-back, wall-to-wall, 24-7. Uh, replays of podcasts from Australia and New Zealand, but the, the New Zealand ones have gone a long time ago, so it's just Australian ones. Uh, mm-hmm. If anyone's got a podcast, sort of loosely tech-related, if you want to put it up on the, the roundabout of those tech shows on the radio, just send me an email and we'll put it up there, aussietechradio.com. Uh, you just get on your TuneIn app, you know, you search for Aussie Tech Radio and there you go. And uh, what happens is that it's, all the shows are refreshed every Friday and so what happens is you just tune in and wherever the server's up to, that's where you come in at. Uh, if there's anything you want to talk about, put up on the Facebook post early in the week and uh, and we'll pick it up and we'll see how we go. If it's interesting, we'll talk about it. All right. Uh, that's enough for us. Glenn and Paul are signing off for this week and uh, Jace and Warlock will be back with you next week. All right. So thanks, Paul. We'll see you again soon. Catch you later, buddy. Thanks, everyone. And uh, can I get this to work? We'll have a go. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys soon too. All right. Cheers.